right domain name is critical to ensuring the success of your small business, but it's gotten a little harder. But now you can choose a .us domain to help your business stand out. Reserve your .us web address today. Go to launchwith.us and use my promo code podcast for my special offer. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Jantz and my guest today is Dan Janal. He is a publicity and marketing expert and an author of about a dozen books, including one we're going to talk about today, Write Your Book in a Flash. So Dan, thanks for joining me. Hey, a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me, John. So I find myself, my listeners are probably getting tired of this. I find myself reminiscing <laughs> these days about, you know, the old days and uh, folks that have been doing this as long as I have. And I, I think you and I probably first bumped paths maybe close to 20 years ago around your service that I think still is around today called PR Leads. Do you remember that? Yeah, it, it still is. And it's still helping a lot of people. We have a lot more imitators now, which uh, is fine. Uh, every business has imitators and, and that's cool. It proves the concept. Uh, and I, I, it also forces me to be more creative and saying, what else can I do to help more people? And that's why I decided to write uh, my new book, which is called Write Your Book in the Flash. Yeah, we're gonna we're definitely gonna talk about that, but let's let's just first talk about books in general and writing books in general. Um, I wrote my first. I don't think I wrote my first book till two thousand six. So you wrote yours about ten years before that, maybe on a a, a topic that uh, you know was just getting started, internet marketing. So what what what's for you? What's changed about you know book writing? I mean, it was. It was hard sort of slogging work back then. A lot of stuff's come along that's made it easier, hasn't it? It sure has. You know, back then, there was no such thing really as self-publishing. It was a very, if you were self-publishing, it was very long, expensive, difficult. Today, mo many books are self-published, and it's pretty easy. Uh, you just write your book, show your book around to a few other people to get some thoughts and feedback as well. But the actual printing process is pretty easy. You go to Kindle Direct Publishing, which is part of Amazon, and you upload your book and bingo, you're in business. <laughs> you know, you hire a, a, an artist on Fiverr to do a cover for you. Uh, maybe you hire someone on Fiverr to lay out the book for you. So it looks a little bit better than, than what Word can do. And you're in business. So, you know, when I self-published my first book, which is really in 1991, uh, it cost thousands and thousands of dollars. And then when my first uh, commercially published book uh, was done, uh, which is the book you're referring to, the Online Marketing Handbook, which was one of the first uh, books about marketing on the Internet uh, 25 years ago, um, a traditional publisher handled that. And it cost them thousands and thousands of dollars for uh, proofreading and copy editing and publishing and printing and distribution and warehouse and blah, 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 blah. Now... Anyone can write a book really fast, get it online, and uh, start making money and helping people. So here's a question I do get uh, a lot since you talked about self-published versus the traditional publisher. Is there, I mean, is there one way that you should go? Is there one better or another? Do they have pros and cons? I, I'm curious how you answer that when people ask you that. Uh, sure, we could take about an hour answering it, but uh, here, here's a short answer. If you, know, you can build your house yourself or you can hire a general contractor. So you have yourself a lot of money. It'll be done a lot faster, but you have to uh, shoulder all the burdens yourself. You know, the copy editing, the proofreading, the layout, the ISBN numbers, loading it to Amazon, blah, 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 blah. You can, you can do all that, and you can do it really, really fast. So if your purpose is to get your book out fast, have a big business card for yourself to um, help you stand out from everyone else, then self-publishing is definitely the way to go. 
if you were so lucky as to get an offer from a publisher who wanted to print your book and publish your book, it would probably take them about two years to get in, into their production cycle. So if you want to make an impact fast, self-publishing is still the way to go. And if you're very successful at it, you will attract a publisher who will put it into their publishing cycle. Yeah. I, I mean, just for context, um, I'm just finishing up or just finished, turned in my manuscript for my sixth book. And I signed the contract for that book last July. Uh, I turned it in May 1st and it's going to drop October 22nd. So that's, you know, that's a real today timeline still for the traditional publisher. Right. That's, that's not bad. Six months is, is not bad. And, and if they, and if they publish it, then they're shouldering the costs of printing, proofreading, copy editing, and all the other good things. Uh, so all you have to do is be brilliant, which is good. Well, you know, I'm a sure thing, uh, Dan. So that's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's why they have no, no problem with that. So, so here's the big question then, of course, and it used to be people would sit around in literary rooms and think, huh, not everybody should write a book. But <laughs> you're suggesting that every business owner, let's, let's stay in that category because that's who my listeners are generally. Do you, would you go as far as saying every business owner should have or at least think about a book? Definitely. I just uh, worked with uh, uh, one of my clients who owns a HVAC company in Ohio, and he wanted a book to stand out from the crowd. And it's a really good book, and it's a book that can make him stand out from all the other competitors who have good jobs, good recommendations, and everyone on this call uh, has, has the same thing. We've all gone to good schools. We all have good clients. We all have good recommendations. So how is a prospect going to separate one from another? It might be because you're the person who wrote a book, and a person who writes a book is an expert. They're the acknowledged expert. And if you give your book away at a networking meeting or a breakfast meeting or you uh, are more proactive and send it out to your top five prospects, uh, they will keep the book forever. It'll be on their bookshelf. So it'll stand as a silent salesperson for you for a long time until they're ready to say, you know, I need a new HVAC system. I, I know there. I met a guy at a networking session. Uh, he wrote a book. It had an orange cover. Let me think, oh, there it is. <laughs> you know, And bingo, you get the job. So that's why every business person needs a book to stand out from the crowd. Yeah, and I'm glad you used HVAC as an example because I think, you know, it's getting harder and harder to stand out as a marketing consultant with a book, you know. There are a lot of fields that uh, that, that are pretty crowded with that. But the real opportunity is in those industries where people go, well, no HVAC contractor has a book. You know, that's stupid. Um, I mean, that's the real opportunity, isn't it? It, it, it is. And, and you're right in saying that for a marketing consultant or a coach or uh, lots of other businesses, everyone has a book. So if you don't have a book, then you are not even at the starting gate. You're not going to be taken seriously because everyone else does have that entry level requirement of, the, of a book. So I'm I'll, let's just stay on the HVAC person just for grins. You know, I work with HVAC mm -hmm. folks and, and trying to get them to to even give me an idea for a blog post sometimes is hard. I mean, how do you coach people? Again, I, I know the answer is obvious, but a lot of people don't get this. I mean, how do you coach people on the fact that they do have the information? They, you know, they, there, there's stuff that they know that people would want to write about. I mean, how do you get that out of them? Sure. There are a couple of ways. First, you have to realize the only reason someone will buy a book, any book or read a book, any book is because they have a problem and they need to solve it. So you should survey your prospects and say, what is your biggest problem? And then you have eight chapters that talk about those eight problems. And you show them to be, show them rather that you are the trusted leader who's been there and done that, who can take them from mess 
to success because you've done that and you've proven that with your book. You know, I love sharing tips and resources with small business owners. And one of them is you've got to choose the right web address for your business. And it's gotten harder. All the good names are gone. But you can take a short, relevant .us web address and maybe come up with the best possible name for your business while it's still available. I want you to reserve your .us web address today. So I've arranged a special offer for my listeners. Register your .us domain for just $1.49 for a year. Plus, you get free website builder and hosting services for six months. So to go get my special offer, go to launchwith.us and use my promo code podcast. That's launchwith.us, promo code podcast. How far do you think a book like that, that, you know, they're not angling for the New York Times bestseller list. I mean, as you called it, it's a great business card. It's a marketing brochure almost. So how far does a person that writes a book with that objective in mind go in in terms of selling what they do? I mean, is it, you know, do you educate, 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 and you hope they call you or do you educate and then say, call me? Uh, you do both. You educate, but people are suddenly learning that they that that they know, like, and trust you. And the last chapter can very much be a call to action that says, "Okay, uh, if you're in, if you need my help, here here's how I help people." You can even have one sheets that are advertisements in the back of the book that are uh, real direct calls to action, like uh, like a like a page on your website, so people can take action. Because you know, think about it. If you're a reader, you don't know that the author is actually doing the work. They think that the author is a writer. They don't know that they're actually the uh, provider of those services. You, they don't make the logical connection. You do, I do, we think they do, they don't. Um, so you have to tell them that, yes, you can install their heating system. Yes, you can install swimming pools. <laughs> you can be their dentist. Uh, so yeah, yeah, you, you have to be overt, but during in the writing of the book, you can, you, you can subtly pepper your stories by saying, when I consulted with this company or when I installed this deck for, uh, in this subdivision, blah, 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 then people will say, oh yeah, he installs decks it's in subdivisions. So it, there are ways to do it that are subtle and effective. So if I'm sitting out there thinking, okay, this sounds like a good idea, but like, What's involved in this? I mean, what are the steps really that, that somebody needs to at least count on either doing themselves or hiring somebody to do? Well, those are two great options. And I do work with people who don't have the time or energy or ability to write books themselves. Uh, and we can walk through that process. But for someone who, who would like to do it themselves, you know, some people like to write and some people don't like to write. If you don't like to write, don't turn off this podcast because you can dictate your book. So, uh, in fact, you, you may be doing 20-minute sessions at the Rotary Club talking about how to choose a dentist or what to look for in building your deck or uh, hiring a realtor or selling your home or all those other uh, ideas. Uh, we'll record that and then give it to a transcriber and there are automated transcription services on the Internet now and then give it to an editor and they'll turn it into readable material for you. But really think about the eight problems that your potential audience has, and those become the eight chapters in your book. The first chapter is an overview chapter that tells your story, who you are, the struggles you've had, how you came to be a success in the field you are today, and what people are going to learn by reading this book. Then you, then you will use the eight problems that you're solving. 
Uh, and then the last chapter is the call to action chapter. And that's it. 10 chapters, 20,000 words, 2,000 words per chapter. It's like a very long blog post. Anyone can do this. Yeah, I, I love that you say that about recording too, because for some people that's just a lot easier in terms of them formulating their thoughts. But I'll tell you, I, I can talk 150 words a minute. I can type 45, 50 on a good day. <laughs> so it's just uh, it's just a lot faster. Um, and I would be remiss if I didn't note that one of our sponsors of our show is Rev.com, which is an awesome transcription service. All right. You um, call yourself a book coach, or at least that's one of your titles. What does a book coach actually do to help somebody get a book written? Uh, we, we do a number of great things. Uh, we're a cheerleader or an accountability partner, and we're also an editor. Uh, so the coaching service can help you write the outline, write your marketing materials, get you focused on what your book should be about. When you hit those inevitable dips, as we all do for writer's block and whatever, then the, uh, the coach acts as your cheerleader, your accountability partner to get you back, uh, back in the groove. And they also give you feedback on your writing and, and any other questions you have about the publishing industry. There's also something called a content development editor, which is something I, I did for the HVAC guy, because he only wrote first book, and his copy editor said, you know, uh, you really need to show this to a developmental editor. And what she meant by that was, you told the same story three times in three different uh, uh, chapters. Uh, you told this story, and it really didn't make the point that you thought it would make. Um, you have a whole chapter on this topic, but your stories really don't mesh, and you need more information. Uh, you make these assertions, but you need statistics. So they, they, they act as your editor and, you, and your friend to guide you in the right direction, saying, you know, here's what your book really needs. So some developmental editors just give a review of a first draft and say, chapter by chapter, here's what's good, here's what needs work, and they're done with it. Other developmental editors actually work with you more hand-in-hand, hand, you know, they do that first overview, but then they work with you to make sure that you bring it up to that level that uh, is expected to make it a, a professional book. And of course, most people are aware of proofreaders and copy editors, and that's the lower level work, to be honest, uh, because uh, that's the nitty gritty, you know, looking for typos and grammar and punctuation and all that stuff. That's the very last thing you need to do. Yeah, they don't care what you said, just as long as you said it right. Um, it's it's kind of how to look at exactly. that. Yeah. As so, long as there's a period at the end of the sentence, they're happy. Yeah, and and that's what you just described is pretty typical of the you know traditional publishing uh, model. You know, you have that overarching person that wants to make sure the narrative runs through the book in the right way, and that that you know the the reader gets kind of the the pat, the impact delivered, and then you've got that person looking for inconsistencies throughout, and then you've got as you said the person that's looking for typos and 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 commas and semicolons. So um, it, it really you know, a lot of people underestimate, um, you know, how much editing, I suppose, goes into a well-written book. It really does take a village to write a book because uh, if you write a book by yourself, it could be good, but two heads are better than one. So having someone look over your shoulder and say, hey, you're, 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 you did, this story goes on too long, or you don't have enough stories, or you need statistics to back up your claims here, or you have too many statistics, you're going to bore people to death. Yeah. You lose perspective, and that's where the developmental editor comes in and, and saves your butt. So a really um, favorite headline, it seems, of the Internet marketing folks is to uh, to say, you know, I'm going to reveal the one number one secret that nobody in the industry wants you to know. That's like a hook to, like, really bring people in. So what's the number one secret that book authors won't don't want you to know? Uh, well, book authors want you to know everything, and that may be the problem. 
No one wants to read the encyclopedia about your topic. Today's reader wants to pick up a book when they get on a plane in New York and finish it by the time they land in Los Angeles, if not before. So books are getting smaller, easier to read, uh, a lot of cartoons, images, things that make uh, the world just easier to understand. So I think a big problem that a lot of people have when they sit down to write a book is they think, well, I have to cover everything about this industry. And the answer really is no. It goes back to those eight problems that your prospects have. So they come to know, like, and trust you. So they want to hire you. So in the title of your book, um, which is Write Your Book in a Flash, um, I want to just get a sense if I'm listening. What's a flash mean? I mean, if I've got the book and I've got a reasonable, um, you know, handle on, um, you know, what the uh, topic should be and whatnot, what, what's in a flash from, from the time I, you know, maybe contact you or from the time that I start writing to, to the whole publishing out there, people can buy it now? Uh, great question. It's different for different people because the number one question that I get on my forums is, I don't have time to write a book. I have kids. I have work. I have this. I have that. Blah, 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 blah. I think if you have 15 minutes a day to write a book, you can write a book in four months. Because in 15 minutes a day, you can write about 250 words. So uh, four days, you have 1,000 words. You need 20,000 words for a book. Do the math yourself. If you can carve out 15 minutes a day by waking up earlier, by going to sleep later, by taking 15 minutes off of your lunch hour, by not watching television for 15 minutes, any of those things, you can write a book in three to four months. And uh, if I were your coach, uh, same thing. Um, it, it just it can be done that fast because, again, books only need to be about 20,000 to 25,000 words. So it's a whole different world today than when Good to Great was being uh, published, which is way more words. So you can get by with doing less and have more impact. Well, and I, and I think a lot of people underestimate. There are very few people sitting around in their robe, you know, writing books. I mean, most people write books, you know, when they're done with their day job. <laughs> and so um, you know, <laughs> most of the books that you see out there are written in that in that fashion. There's they're not people sitting around, you know, writing books for four months in their in their writing cabin in the mountains. So where can people find out more about um, not only write your book in a flash, but uh, about the work that you're doing? Where would you send people? Uh, thank you. I believe in consistent branding. So write your book in a flash is uh, the name of my book. It's the name of my website. It's the name of my Facebook page. It's the name of my YouTube channel where I have lots of questions from people and we answer them uh, through, through YouTube. Uh, so write your book in a flash dot com will take you to all of those places. Awesome. Dan, thanks for stopping by. I said, you're still in the Minneapolis area, is that right? Yes, I am. Awesome. Well, it was great catching up with you and really important topic. Everybody should write a book and they should write it in a flash, I think. That sounds awesome. So hopefully we'll uh, bump into you. It won't be 10 years or so before the next time we, we chat. That would be great. Thank you very much for the opportunity. I appreciate helping your, your listeners. 